Welcome to the Friendly Podcast Guide, sorting through podcasts so you don't have to. I'm Andy Smiley, and I want to help you discover the right podcast without having to listen to an entire episode. Now, let's talk podcasts. Hello, welcome back. It's still my birthday month, which means you get two podcast episodes from me this week. The podcast I'm talking about today has one of the best names I have ever heard for a podcast. It's called The Sweaty Penguin. Fabulous, right? Before we hear from the host, Ethan Brown, about how The Sweaty Penguin came to be, here are some details about the show. The show description is, Sometimes climate change is a laughing matter. Every week, the sweaty penguin cuts through the noise and the doom and gloom of the climate conversation with late-night comedy-style monologues and in-depth conversations with leading global experts on a variety of environmental issues. Through a nonpartisan approach, the sweaty penguin makes environmental issues less overwhelming and politicized and more accessible and fun. The length of each episode is about 45 minutes to an hour long with episodes called Tip of the Iceberg that are roughly 20 minutes long. There isn't strong language in the show, but the content isn't meant for a kid audience, so it will most likely go over a kid's head. This series is ongoing, with new episodes available on Fridays, and those Tip of the Iceberg episodes are available on Wednesdays. Before we learn more about the vibe of the show, we are going to take a quick break to talk about leaving a rating or review for the Friendly Podcast Guide. Would you rate and review the Friendly Podcast Guide as a gift to me for my birthday? The two main places to do that are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It would mean so much to me if you could give me a positive review. I read every single one and they make my heart so happy. Now we get to hear from Ethan about why he thought a lighthearted show about climate change was needed. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. First of all, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. So like you said, I'm Ethan Brown. I am the founder and host of the Sweaty Penguin, which is a comedy environmental podcast. Uh, We are presented by PBS's National Climate Initiative, Peril and Promise, and we're trying to make climate change less overwhelming, less politicized, and more fun. I absolutely love that. So can you tell me what made you want to start this podcast? So going back to high school, when I first learned about climate change, I found it to be really overwhelming and really scary. And I honestly just had no interest in learning about it because of that. And it really took until I was going to college for film and television. I felt like to be a storyteller, I needed a story to tell. This seemed super important. So I was like, all right, let me try a few environmental classes and see if I can handle it. And I ended up realizing through some of those early classes that climate change is, one, it's really nuanced. And also... There are so many different solutions, uh, solutions all across the political spectrum and solutions that have nothing to do with politics. And so after getting that experience in classes, I started developing this environmental communication style where, first off, I decided to get a dual degree with environmental analysis and policy as well. And at the same time, I was in charge of both my high school and college satire publications. I was learning a lot about comedy writing. So once quarantine hit and I had some free time on my hands for the first time, I thought, how can I put all this together? And the sweaty penguin was born. Well, that's one thing we can be grateful for COVID then, right? The (laughs) the sweaty penguin was birthed to the earth. Yeah, the occasional good thing out of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, What do you want people to get out of your podcast? So I hope people, first off, 
can reframe climate change a little bit in their heads. Because right now, I get the sense that a lot of people see the stakes of climate change as this extinction-causing event. And again, it's more nuanced than that. We're looking at the low-lying areas in our cities getting flooded, people having to move, people... um, Certainly, there are deaths due to climate change if we want to get dark, but it's these extreme weather events that are just really damaging in other ways. And we think about our food security, our water security, our health, our economics. Certainly, uh, it costs billions, trillions of dollars to clean up some of these disasters. So, yes, I think all of that put together makes climate change major cause for concern and something to um, take seriously. But we don't have to think of it as solving climate change because climate change is here right now. And what we have to do is figure out what is our future going to look like? How can we adapt to a future in which there is a changed climate? And then how can we cut our carbon emissions and mitigate climate change today and in the coming decades so that it doesn't get a whole lot worse from here? So I think by making that shift, we kind of make it a little less overwhelming. We can see, oh, we can find solutions to adapt. We can find solutions to cut carbon emissions, but it's not this thing where, oh, this issue that's happening today, we have to somehow vanish um, because then it starts to get really hopeless. Definitely. And I do feel like you come at it in a way that adds humor and like humanness to it, which I really enjoy as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Humor is just one tool in our toolbox for making climate change less overwhelming, but I think it's a powerful one. I think that, I mean, people will ask, like, how do you still take climate change seriously while being funny? But as you probably heard listening to an episode, we're not, like, joking about climate change. We'll make some pop culture reference (laughs) or um, just notice a funny thing in a given story and comment on it. But I think by making things just a touch lighter in that regard, trying to kind of smile through it and have some fun, and then also combining that with this nuance, with the reframing, with uh, creating options for solutions rather than saying, this is the one solution that we all have to agree upon. I think that put together, it makes climate change a lot less overwhelming. So that's certainly our goal. I love that. So I feel like we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but how would you describe the vibe of your show? The vibe of our show? I think, I do think that our style of comedy is very different. Like I said, a lot of our goal is to create a show that people of any political viewpoint would enjoy. And so in doing that, our comedy is not as targeted per se. I'll, I mean, I'll rip on like Tom Brady or Logan Paul, but I'm not going (laughs) to rip on random politicians, just trying to have a little more uh, fun with our comedy, keep it a little lighter, while at the same time talking about some really serious and important issues. So in terms of feel, it would be similar to those late night shows, but definitely a different comedy style. Definitely. Okay. I love that. I know this is going to be hard. But what would you say is your favorite episode or couple of episodes and why? Oh, that's always such a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) So we did one recently called Rethinking Environmentalism. It was more a collection of 
just thoughts I had been having throughout the last two years of doing this show that I kind of was able to get into words for this one episode. It was the finale of season four. And we were looking at the fact that, uh, forgive me if I get the statistics wrong, but I think it was in 1991, over 70% of Americans classified themselves as environmentalists. And today that was down into the 40% range. So thinking about why would that happen when think about a clean air, clean water and healthy climate, but how could you not want that? (laughs) So we were looking at kind of where the environmental movement may have gone astray, may have put off some people. Um, Our guest in that episode. Uh, so our episodes have a comedy monologue and then an expert interview. And we've interviewed professors from 11 countries across five continents. Uh, we've had some really cool people on. Uh, that was with uh, Dr. Jenny Price, uh, who recently wrote a book on this. And she actually had some things I disagreed with, which is rare for our interviews. But I thought that made the episode really cool. I could kind of say how I felt. She could say how she felt. I do think I agreed with her on 75, 80% of what she was (laughs) saying. But I think that was a really interesting one. If you want something more just uh, specific and relatable as opposed to a high concept, I think our episode on chocolate was a really eye-opening one as well. Um, So definitely check that out. Totally. I love that. And I love that you disagreed with your guest. And I feel like it kind of helps us to think, oh, there's two sides to this. It's not like one side is right all the time. I absolutely love that. Yeah, what we try to get across with climate change is the problems and the solutions are really two different things. Often the politics and the facts just get jumbled together, and we very carefully separate them out and peel them apart. We'll talk about the problems, how it affects the environment, the economy, health, justice, etc. And then when we talk about solutions, we make that very clear and we present options and we discuss their pros and cons rather than advocating a specific idea. So sometimes I'll talk about a solution that I'm personally not all that huge about and I'll Um, Again, I'll break down the pros and cons. Given that that episode was a little more zoomed out looking big picture, certainly there was a little more room for uh, different perspectives. So I think it was cool that the two of us could provide slightly different outlooks on a similar issue. Definitely. And do it civilly, right? And like, of course, get mad at each other. So (laughs) I yeah, I absolutely love that when that happens in any media form. So that's fabulous. My listeners are mostly moms, so I always ask, is your podcast kid ear friendly? I would rate our podcast PG-13. I don't think the jokes are anything that bad. I mean, I think you could have it on if kids are in the house, because certainly we're on PBS.org. That's our partner, (laughs) so we're not going to go overboard. Uh, Occasionally, there will be a reference or two, but I never swear, and I don't really take it too far. Fine to have on in the house. Perfect. That's exactly what I needed to know. Um, Okay. Is there anything else that you want to add that we haven't touched on yet? Well, certainly if you want to check out The Sweaty Penguin, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also at thesweatypenguin.com. Um, one thing we do love to get our listeners involved in is on Wednesdays, I do a news, uh, analysis episode called tip of the iceberg, uh, where I give my take on a 
the big environmental news story of the week, and then I answer a question from an audience member. So I really, really love when people submit questions. So you can do that on our social media, by email, by um, whatever means you want to reach us. Uh, We'll get your question on the show and get you featured, and you can get anything you're wondering about answered. Uh, The other way you can support us is to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thesweatypenguin. There we've got merch, bonus content, extended cuts, early access, a whole bunch of good stuff. That's fabulous. Okay, I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes so that people can jump right where they want to go. And thank you so much for being on my show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to hear about more podcasts from me, please follow or subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And just a reminder for my birthday month, could you please rate or review this podcast? It would mean the world to me. Talk to you soon.